mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to the Snowplace Like Terra, a Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over season six, episode 13, Silencing. I literally asked you what the number of the podcast was before we started recording, and I still forgot to say the number of the podcast. That's one, two, three. One, two, three. Count A-B-C. with me. So easy as one, two, three. So Still's simple as ABC. You and me. You and me. Okay, we're done. Um, I had um, I had a AKA for this episode, um, but I I lost it because I forgot it before I wrote it down. But it was something with space ghosts. (laughs) I don't think I have one. (laughs) Space ghosts. I don't actually have one. Where did it go? Nope, I don't have one either. AKA. Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters! <laughs> we said different words, but completely on cue. Uh huh. Which is really beautiful. It was, it was pretty good. I dig it. Yeah. Let's we'll come up with the, We'll come up with a good AKA as we go. Yep. Um, so before we start the episode, um, we mentioned last time that we're going to MegaCon this year, and we're yes. super excited. And we're going on the Friday. And then right after we announced that we were going on the Friday, and we've already bought tickets, by the way, because we're not huge crowd people. Right. Um, so we basically, if we went on the Saturday, um, someone would not survive the day. Chance it might be us. Chance it might be someone else. True. We since then found out that... Um, all the cool people are going on Saturday. All the cool people are not on Friday. Yeah. And that includes Jill State and Jace Momoa. Also includes Joe Flanagan. Who Grace doesn't know who he is yet. I just think Flanagan begin again. Uh huh. Um. So sad face. Although we do get Mitch Pelegi, so I'm super excited for that. We'll do it. We'll, we'll we're gonna make this awesome. We're gonna make it awesome. We I, I told people follow the Twitter. You know, again, we don't know when or where we'll be meeting up. We'll mm-hmm. figure that out before the Friday. Maybe of Megacon. it'll be a scavenger hunt, and there maybe will be it'll be a, a scavenger spot. hunt. For, like, the one person who shows up. <laughs> I do love a good riddle. Yeah, you proved that. I do love a good riddle. We proved that <laughs> in D&D last night. Yeah. There will be a couple D&D references because you will come to find out that uh, we... Well, now it's not just me playing. Now I've got the Nixie playing, now which means... Nixie is playing, and I'll be honest, guys, I basically made a gnome that is Sam Carter. Yeah. I named her Sam Magnus. Um, <laughs> she's basically Sam Carter. Yeah. She's a, tink- she's a little tinkerer gnome mm-hmm. who's, who's an alchemist... Um, she's an artificer. She's an artificer, but she so she knows yeah. alchemy, but she's always tinkering and she like builds all these little gadgets all the time. Well, not yet. She's look level how, two look now. How proud I am! Can um, you see how proud I am? But, I'm so proud. But what's cool is not only is she just like the book learned, study tinkerer, build shit person. Uh-huh. She's also again little gnome, surprisingly strong in battle. Well, that's what you get when you get a rock gnome. They're little badasses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's surprisingly strong in battle and yeah. has killed a like she's killed a couple just on her own. There was this. There was there was one of the little tree guys. 
Uh, a blight? A blight. There's a little blight that, like, creeped up in her while she was sleeping and just immediately, literally crit-rolled. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then took it out. <laughs> Blights are buttholes. They're they're easy to kill, but they come they a look, lot at a time. They so look it's good like that you can hold little them. baby ants. They're little baby groots. Except but asshole horrible and assholes. And they come in groves. <laughs> so oh, and then the reason, just so we can get all the D D out before we get into the episode, the reason we started laughing last night and everyone is looking at us like we're crazy, we literally had to go, this is an out-of-game laugh, yeah. is because we got into a room with a two-minute, and the people who who looked up, who rolled high enough perception, saw a weird... Invisible bug. Scaly... Invisible bug thing creature. on the ceiling for half a second before it disappeared. Leathery-winged creature mm-hmm. only seen by... A few people. A couple of... Literally two of us. Yeah, for like half a second it's gone. Yeah. So then we started <laughs> laughing. And and of course we're like, Sam will somehow save the day. I was like, oh, Sam's got to rearrange the crystals. Uh-huh. Got it. Let's do this. So yeah, that's how we're hoping we'll Also, be. we learned... I'm going to brag because yeah. I earned it. That's fine. That Grace is a badass at riddles. <laughs> yes. We had five minutes to solve a riddle and, and I sh- literally opened my mouth and solved it as soon as the... Within, within like a second or yeah. two. <laughs> it was good times. Um, alrighty. So, this first aired on December 11th, 2002. Uh, it was written by Damian Kindler, directed by Peter Wostel, and we're almost 2003. 2003. 2003. Uh-huh. Yes, 2003. That's... So when, what year did the show end? 2010? I don't remember numbers. No, it was before 2010. 2007? How many seasons did we go? Ten. Then four years from 2006-ish or 7-ish. It would have probably been 07. Guys, I'm horrible with dates. I remember where I was watching the last episode having, I think my mother and I were on our third bottle of wine by the time. Nice. There's just two of us. Maybe the second. (laughs) It was a big night. It was, it was, an, it was, the, we, we watched the finale together and it was Aww. like this cathartic thing. So it was nice. Yeah. Uh, we also had blue jello. Um, <laughs> I like so it. So we start this episode with an off world activation with yes. very sort of jauntly yet stately music. Music this I would This ex- is delicious and I'm going to be <laughs> drunk in 10 minutes. I'm just telling you guys now. That's all. It's like a toasted vanilla coffee. It tastes like a, like a, like, yeah, it tastes like a Starbucks coffee, which is, doesn't actually taste like coffee ever, yeah. only in beer form. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyways, the stately, jauntily music that goes on in the yeah. opening scene of this is something I would expect a normal extreme. <laughs> yes. It's it's kind of awesome. But SG-1 comes through the gate, and they're on some very windy, sandy planet that everyone loved being on. So all I can think of is sandstorms. Uh-huh. And then I think of Darude's sandstorm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sing it because I'm not going to sing it. But then I also think sandworms. Well, that's the thing. So they were out there studying an outpost, uh-huh. but apparently sandworms ate most of the outpost. That means they it. needed to say Beetlejuice three times. Well, my thought was, are these sandworms the Beetlejuice sandworms or from Dune? Oh. I would have said Beetlejuice, Because Beetlejuice, the Beetlejuice. spice... The spice must flow. <laughs> I'm still with her. Michael Keaton, what no. are you doing here? <laughs> What's going on? Jack versus Michael Keaton. In a crazy off. In a, yeah. Also, RDA is Beetlejuice. <gasps> Ooh. I don't know. 
I don't know if he could get that, like, it's a different level of wacky. It's it's almost like um, ninth versus 10th Doctor. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Because Michael Keaton's our 10th Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I would actually, you know, you know what? I would actually, I would bump that up. Okay. I would bump that up. I would say Michael Keaton is the 11th Doctor and Jack is the 10th oh, Doctor. Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's the level. That's that's the wonky. Hmm. I think, I think, I think Jack and RDA is 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 tenth Doctor for sure. <laughs> okay. I mean, can you just talk. You can imagine RDA saying along the same lines about the gift shop. Yes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still just want to see RDA's Beetlejuice. Okay. Even now. Just like cosplay. As like Grandpa Beetlejuice. <laughs> Because he's got that grandpa face going now. He does. He's got that great grandpa face. Um. Anyways, in the outpost that was eaten by sandworms, they yeah. did at least find some mysterious orange glowy machine that Sam has no clue what it is. So they brought it back to Earth. Hey, look at this thing that's probably unsafe. Let's bring it back to people. Jack assumes it was a bi- giant bug zapper, which, mm-hmm. you know, he at least had the bugs part right. Yeah. Um, it was activated when Jonas touched it. I mean, to some degree, he's not wrong. Because It he is a bug zapper. Well, it's a bug. It, t- it, it brings the bugs. It's sure, that's true. Um, because Jonas can't keep his hands in his pockets, and Sam is pretty certain, I mean, as, sh- as certain as she can be without knowing what it is, that it's not dangerous. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. It's so pretty. So, as she's talking, Jonas sees a giant bug flying up in the ceiling. Yeah. Which... I mean, the natural reaction you see a bug is to shoot it with a gun. Right. I mean, that's my natural reaction. Now, also, yeah, or just burn the place down. Just burn the entire house. Yeah, everything. The entire just kill mountain it. gets burnt down. So now, while we did joke that this is similar to a D and D campaign from yeah. last night, is this not also to you reminiscent of those alien creatures that we saw back when Daniel Jackson was around? Do you remember the ones that would appear only sometimes? In the, they were in the SGC. Yes. They only appeared sometimes. They only appeared to some of us. And eventually we found out that oh, they the weren't Ritu? actually bad. Yes. Yeah, the Ritu? Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought of. Okay. Uh, but I couldn't remember much more of the episode. So I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> That's all I remembered. I remembered a thing and I'm done. Um, yeah, vaguely like the Ritu. Except the problem is, is that... Like, once you saw those, everyone could see them. That's true. Once you figured out, it's not like they only certain... It was more of if they reveal, then everyone in the room can see them. But yeah, along the same lines of they're there, but we can't see them. Um, Guys, I'm going to finish this. Wait, where are you? There you are. I'm going to finish this in the next five minutes. In the next five minutes? It's going to happen. Okay. Um... So the general, because he's been around the block a few times, immediately orders a class one security lockdown of the base because there's like, there's a weird bug that only one person can see. This is not good times. Let's just be over precautious with this. Yeah. And credits. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. So the briefing, apparently the security teams have swept the base three times in the past six hours and there's no ghost bugs. Uh-uh. No one wants to call Jonas a liar. But they're yeah. all like, did you really see a bug? But it's like, why would I make up seeing a fucking weird bug? Well, it's more like, Jonas, I think you're sick and we should watch you. Yeah. Than just straight up lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I love how Hammond calls him Mr. Quinn, naturally. Mr. Quinn. Um, although he's never said Mr. Teal'c. 
Well, because maybe he's just still trying to figure out what Tyok's last name is. <laughs> and he's like... It's it's C. Like, he starts to find it, and he's like, Mr. Tyok. <laughs> you know, like, when the first time you meet a friend's parents... Yeah. I don't know if... I didn't grow up in the South, mm-hmm. and I've learned that out here. Everybody's Miss This or Miss That. Oh. Miss Steph, Miss Julie, Miss yeah, whatever. Yeah, no. Back home, it was like... You just didn't know what to call someone's parents. Oh, no. I always just called someone's parents mom and dad. See, that's the thing. In some places, that was okay. In some places, it wasn't. Also, for me, it was like this weird cultural shock because I knew what to call them in Spanish. Yeah. But they weren't always, you know, other Mexican parents. Yeah. And so I was like, hey. Grace's mom. Yeah. Can you uh, help me in the kitchen with this thing? Yeah, no, I immediately call everyone's parents mom and dad. <laughs> That's awesome. Just immediately. I wish I had that. I still have friends' parents who it's I like, I barely mom. call my parents mom and dad. <laughs> I still have par- I still have friends' parents that, that I still like know really well, who I'm yeah. like, hey, mom, too. Aw, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, but without any further proof Hammond has to lift the lockdown eventually yeah um yeah. and he's like and you know what on top of that you guys have been super busy recently yeah. you've had a really hard busy schedule stress related like, bug sighting how about you just get some downtime mm. starting now dismiss I feel like okay I believe that Jack's uh BDUs right yeah. his work here mm-hmm. is tear away yeah <laughs> And there is always fishing gear underneath it. I wouldn't be surprised. He's like, I'm not. Sweet. I'm not. I'm not against that idea. <laughs> he's the only one who's changed uh-huh. out in the next yeah. scene. Like he's yeah. just always, you know, like when you're when it's summer and you're just yep. always wearing your bathing suit under your clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, I'm always ready. Especially when we're I'm, going to Grace's house. Yeah, it's like I'm always ready. There's always a pool here. I'm always ready. Is it pool time now? Mm-hmm. It's pool time now. Always pool time. Yeah, forever and ever pool time. Yeah. And once Hammond leaves, Sam's immediately like, no, but seriously, I mean, were you hallucinating with the quadri hallucinations? I mean, that was a thing. I feel like like it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it's a little long ago. Well, but it's also been three months. And so we know there was a delayed reaction before before Al got it. Yeah. You know? That's true. So I can see. Yeah, it she's trying a, to find an answer. It is a possible explanation yeah. if Jonas is the only one seeing it. Um, and and Jack's like, I mean, we're concerned, but also you're seeing shit. Yeah. So that's weird. So I'm concerned and I'm weirded for you. And Janet did give Jonas a complete bill of health. Also, but that was so ago. happy to see Janet back. I know. She's it's looking been too good. long. Yeah. She looks like, damn, damn Janet. Good. What you been doing, girl? Um... So Jack is immediately like, I'm out, tear away clothes. <laughs> and uh, fishing gear on. And he offers Sam to go fishing with him. That was almost a date. Was it almost a date? She is instead super excited. Like, I have these artifacts to study because I'm a nerd and like yeah. that's my enjoyable time. Also, if I go fishing with you, we are gonna blur <laughs> the supervisor boundaries. And and they both like 
they both sort of secretly just assume that it's stress with Jonas. Yeah. But, like, this is just a fun He's just gonna, like, be no big deal. He's still new at this. He's just yeah. stressed. And I love also... A Somebody Sam give like, him a Xanax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sammy's like, look, uh, we both know the only reason that you asked is because you know I'm not gonna go. Right, right. Like, that was not a serious invite to go fishing. But I do know that invite, that invite where it's like, look, I really want to go with you, and if I yeah. go with you, we're gonna cross inappropriate lines. So I cannot go with you, because it will take... <laughs> half a beer for me to be like fuck it all because I've been in that situation before I don't know about you I don't know nope so in the lab Sam is studying in her off time because that's a thing she does and because I am Sam look I want to judge her but also I started a reading list the second school Uh was out on Thursday by the way guys school's out which is why I'm going to town on these beers okay um, yeah, no, I still, I still sometimes buy cosmology textbooks to read. Why not? If you enjoy it, why not? Exactly. Yeah. Um, because she does admit to Jonas this is, is more relaxing than fishing. Uh, and Jonas <laughs> yeah. is having a hard time relaxing because there's a whole possibility of going insane that's distracting because, him. Because, you know, that whole, yeah, crazy happening. Yeah. So instead he figured he'd help translate the gifts on the device, which oh. Sam would welcome because she's having no Also, luck. I love that you slipped and said gifts and not glyphs. I did it say makes it. Me and so I was just happy. rolling with it. No, I like it. No, but I love it. Because it's a hard G, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, no. Seriously, if we are ever going to do the GIF versus GIF debate, mm, mm, there is no debate on this podcast, guys. I am sorry, Will Wheaton, but no. No. We're on the Chris uh-uh. Hardwick bandwagon. By the way, if you have not seen the video that recorded at. At, at Hurstwick uh, <laughs> yeah. Castle, as I, we call it, with with Will and Chris, where they just debate GIF versus GIF. It's yeah. kind of awesome. Also, if you're fucking remodeling a home or looking for ideas, watch his Instagrams. Watch They're Hardwick's amazing. Instagrams. I want to live in his house. I want to have that kind of money so I can do that kind of things to my I want to live in his house and not just because it's like Chris and Lydia, but it's just because his house looks really awesome. But also it's Chris and Lydia. It's also Chris and Lydia. Also, um, I wonder if she's ever cosplayed as Lydia from Beetlejuice. Just bring I'm, it back around. If she, she would be fucking perfect. If she hasn't, then there's something wrong because she, A, loves Beetlejuice, we know, right. and B, would be awesome as Lydia. Yeah. Anyway, then Chris can go as hard as, as Beetlejuice. That would be okay. That would be I would okay. would be okay with that. He'd actually be able to pull off really good Beetlejuice. Anyways, Sam has had no luck in figuring out what the effects of the particles that the device is emitting are, well, what they're particling as. Particling. They're just energy patterns, and she can't ID them. She doesn't know their purpose. And she was actually kind of sort of hoping that the translation would help her figure it out. Spoilers, their purpose is not to pass butter. It is not. (laughs) It is not. I'm almost done. Uh... (laughs) So Jonas starts in the puzzle. There's some like super ancient version of ancient and suddenly time. Okay. (laughs) And suddenly a giant blue centipede crawls out of the machine. Yep. That's a thing that happens. This is real now. Which causes Jonas to, you know, jump a bit as you would. As you would if you saw a giant blue centipede. And Sam doesn't see it at all. This part sucks because she doesn't. She's just like, dude, you're fucking losing. It's right that. there. Well, I think here Sam is like, 
like well, believes him here. Yeah, no, yeah, she yeah, doesn't yeah. dismiss him, but no. she's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and yeah. that's the part that sucks is that there's no like, "Oh shit, I see it too." It's just this yeah. what the fuckeriness of it all. Um, and it pretty much cements the idea that something wrong with Jonas. Yeah, yeah. In the infirmary, Janet. <laughs> In her full Janet oh, cleric. Granger. God damn it, I love Janet. <laughs> if I ever make a cleric, it is basically Janet. Yeah. All of my D&D characters will be based off Stargate. I mean, that's okay. That's so what, that's how you, like, sink your teeth it in works. them. And um, she actually does give Jonas a clean bill of health, physically at least. He's yeah. not showing any signs She's of She's like, everything fatigue. looks good. Uh-huh. I mean, what? <laughs> um... And so she has she has no answers as to why he's seeing bugs, ghost bugs. Thank God I'm not Jonas's doctor. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, now take everything off and do a circle. Make sure everything's good. Everything looks good. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know why she keeps making me do that. That's highly inappropriate. Highly inappropriate. And probably worthy of losing your medical license. For. Uh, yeah, no, you'll probably lose that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, not okay. Okay. But Hammond's also like, this is not okay. Yeah. And without any more reason as to why you're seeing stuff, I'm going to have to pull you from active duty. Aww. So Jonas at least wants to stay, like, at least on studying the device duty. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know. Because what the hell else is he going to do? When you're homesick and off duty, like, now you're bored on top of not being allowed to do anything. Also, you brought back a weird device that you don't know what it is. And I'm the one that turned it on. And now I'm the one seeing shit. I'm the one feeling like shit over it. Naturally, like, there's probably a connection. Yeah. And you'd think, like, other people would see the connection. Nobody, just me, the crazy person. No, because (laughs) Hammond's just having the device shipped off to Area 51 because there's no evidence they're connected. Let's just spread this around. (laughs) I'm like... uh, well, uh, yeah, I feel like you would lock down everything. Yes. Everything that came, you would lock it down. But maybe there's some sort of procedure, and it's going to undergone the procedure, and it hasn't... No one else has seen anything. No, I truly think that Hammond just does not think that there's a connection. Hammond's true. I think Hammond th- assumes, like Sam originally did, that this is, like, stress. This is just yeah. Jonas seeing things. They, they're dismissing him a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Jonas. Well, you don't have to worry about I've that. As I've learned, you have to be your own advocate. In any medical-related situation. But you don't have to worry about it, because the next scene, Tonus is walking down the street together, <laughs> yeah. and Jonas is just flabbergasted. Tonus down the street. <laughs> hey, hey, they're the Tonus. Feel like Tonus okay, around. It's empty now. <laughs> Her glass is empty. Um, <laughs> but Jonas is flabbergasted that they're shipping the thing out, and Teal doesn't invite Jonas to kill Noreen with him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you want to go nap with me? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's basically what that sounds well, like. More meditating, right? But it's like the equivalent of me yeah. saying, "Hey, I'm gonna go have a nap. Do you want to nap with me?" Uh-huh. And it's like, unless you're. To be fair, we have established that Jonas is a puppy. Yeah, Which that's true. You would invite your puppy to come nap with oh, you. Oh God, I would. Yeah, yeah, of course. In fact, if anything, that's when Stormy's like, "Yes, I get to be on the bed now." Well, what's funny is that usually Kaylee doesn't want to because I um I call it Teddy Puppy, and I just. I just like yeah. force cuddle that dog, and she's like, <laughs> I "Don't, don't I'm, touch me. I'm done." So because Stormy is Stormy, and he's a big boy, yeah, that's the only time he's allowed on the bed, because yeah. if he slept on our bed at night, then we, we would we would all be on the floor. <laughs> we, yeah, we even Kaylee 
tiny Kaylee, yeah. not tiny, 30 pound Kaylee, is sleep sideways enough to take up an entire third person. Stormy does this great thing where he lays on your legs, which, spoilers, guys, is real bad for your back. It's really warm, to too. To put 60 pounds of weight on your legs while you're sleeping. Uh, Kaylee likes to find the crook in your leg. That'd be better. I'd yeah. be okay with that. He's yeah. literally on them. Because, you know, elbows in your uh-huh. shins feels feel great. great. Yeah. Anyway. Um, needless to say, oh, and apparently Jack keeps asking Teal to go fishing with him again. <laughs> yeah, Teal's like, Teal's like, fuck no. No, I love the, the idea that Teal is probably really good at fishing. Uh-huh. But he's like, unless I'm dying and there's no other food around, I am not going fishing. To be fishing. fair, Teal would much prefer to get into the water and just bare fist just like the a fish. Bear, yeah. Like a bear? Like an actual just black bear? bare fist the fish. I feel like I can see like a staff weapon situation happening. Okay, a stabby stabby? Yeah, a stabby stabby to the fish. Like, you know, like... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I see. Yeah, either that or bear. there's no line involved. Yeah. Anyway, but Tilk does pause because he now sees a ghost bug. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Jonas is just happy he's not the only one he's seeing He's like, things. oh, thank God. And then Tilk gives us one of my favorite indeeds. It's a good indeed. Because it's a good, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, that indeed is actually it's an actually oh, fuck. It's actually an oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, an oh, fuck indeed. So Jack pulls into a gas station in the Colorado Springs versions of the boonies. <laughs> and Tweedledee comes over and yeah. is he's like, well, it's a full service gas station. Jack's like, no, I got I'm it. I'm already done right it's now. It's fine. Just no I talking. Do love, I do love, uh, I was like, what's Jack driving? Is he driving a Ford truck? Of course he's driving of a Ford truck. Of course he's driving a Ford truck. Is he driving a giant F-150? Yes, yes he, is. he is. Yeah. Um, and then Tweedledee's like, oh, I'll clean your windshield. And he's chatting about cars and how he prefers El Caminos because they're like catnip for the ladies. Which and also, like, he, the man's driving a Ford. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you say Mustang? Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, El Caminos? Nobody fucking likes an El Camino. But I, I, it's basically a pickup truck <laughs> in car form. I also love how Jack is like, please stop talking. Yeah, never talk to me. Please, just please stop talking. Guys, if you're... Uh, <laughs> I cannot speak for everyone. But usually a hot car means like fast car means like if you're going to go Chevy, you're going to go Camaro. But if um, you're going to go Ford, you're going to go Mustang. I, 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 I don't would, give shits about an alchemy. Can I can I also say if mm-hmm. you're going to uh, uh, Corvette? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, sure. But also see the thing with the Corvette, though, is and then you're a rich asshole. Depends on what generation of Corvette you have. That's true. Me. Yeah. You get a 60s Corvette? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're just I'd... a Jeep, but I'm weird. <laughs> I don't care shits for Jeeps. <laughs> now, there's here's the thing. To me, it's like a it's a Northern California versus Southern California. So yeah. to me, a Jeep is a shitty Calif- Southern California girl car. Yeah, no. For me, a Jeep is like mountains. I care no shits for Jeeps. I like Jeeps. None shits for Jeeps. I like the Jeeps. If they ever make an electric Jeep, (laughs) which is like the most beautiful oxymoron ever, but I feel like they could sell the shit out of an electric Jeep. Yeah, but the moral of the story is if the man is driving a Ford, don't talk to him, Chevys. Or just read the room of the person and realize that he doesn't want to talk to you. That's another thing, too. Read the room. He he heads over to clean the other side of the windshield, and Jack sees a giant ghost bug flying through his sign. <laughs> yeah, which those signs aren't cheap. Also, aren't you just uh, isn't so the signs like that are made of neon, right? There's usually like ne. I think. Well, it's uh, I don't know. Some of them 
it's either neon or some sort of lights and just like a, uh, it's almost like a, um, there's a word I'm thinking of sure. and I'm lacking it. It's, um, like something that just no, diffuses the light. It's, no, it's a, um, it's, 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 uh, well, here's the, the thought that I yeah. was getting at is if it's a neon sign and you shoot it, then there's just loose neon, which is probably not safe, right? Yeah. So let's not check, you know, things. You're a person who knows these things. How about let's not, uh, let's not shoot the neon sign. Well, but the, it's, sometimes it's not neon, but yeah, no, I agree. Well, he's also just focused on the bug right yeah, there. Yeah, he's like giant creepy bug. Yeah. Um, I can't think of it, and it's a thing. I've actually designed them a ton of times, and I'm blanking on the name. Someone's okay. yelling at me. Anyways, um, but Tweedledee sees Jack's reaction. He's very confused, and even gets more confused. As as we've previously said, Jack grabs his gun and starts shooting. He assumes he's going to get robbed. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Tweedledee's like, please don't kill me. I'm a vet. Yeah, oh, God. And, and Jack firmly shoots himself and is like, I, what I'm shooting at was classified. Yeah. yeah. And he calls Hammond from his cell, and Tweedledee's just really sad about a sign. He's like, this is going to cost all the monies. All, all the, the monies, monies I don't have. Please, please, please. So, I mean, he does just duct tape it later. Yeah, that's true. So, in the control room, um, Hammond gets Jack's call. He's just north of town, and he saw something mm, interesting. Yeah. And Hammond's like, well, fuck. They've immediately breached containment. Pretty much everyone on base is now seeing them. They yep. are everywhere. Yep. All the bugs everywhere. All the bugs. And this we is need where Sam has big... to, like, apologize to Jonas, right? Yes. Which, like, it's very kind that she did, but I don't know that she... Like, if I were Jonas, I'd be like, you know what? You kind of did what is the appropriate thing to do. Yeah, but it's whole just, like, uh, you know, in, in a family, you always just over-apologize. Yeah, you're like, I'm sorry. I should have believed you. I mean, you. also, a man is having Canadians. You just apologize for everything. <laughs> Fair. People have actually remarked, yeah. they're like, stop saying you're sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, I, I, yeah, but I do appreciate it. Yes. I do appreciate that from Sam because the last episode, and I don't know what it is, but there's a vibe that's a little bit colder that I was yeah. getting from her. So I like that. Um, I do appreciate that she apologized. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I constantly get a cold vibe from Sam to Jonas, but it doesn't seem like... Well, someone, be a couple so people have pointed out that it's almost like uh, siblings, where you're like, yeah. you're like, you can be so almost less nice to your siblings That's because true. it's just like you're a family, and you already know that I, in the end, care and love you, but I just don't need to prove it to you as much. Guys, I have a very complicated relationship <laughs> with my siblings. Um, and maybe that's not true in my house. So I, but I do get it. I and, I, and I, like, I get that because, like, uh, brother Matt, yeah, very close. Ninety percent of our communications over text messages. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So I get it. I kind of get the same feel. Okay, but yeah, it's in Sam's lab, Jonas is having a hard time translating. Hammond is ha- isn't having the ship the device shipped out anymore. Um, but Jonas still hasn't gotten far in translating things. Something about an experiment, something about studying beings of the something, something yeah. in our layer. It doesn't really make sense. Other level, other dimension. And this is where Sam apologizes. Yeah. Shouldn't have doubted him. And Jonas is like, look, I get it. The whole Nequadre poisoning thing. Oh, well, also, he's still pretty new to the group enough yeah. to where you could be like, oh, maybe he's dealing with something. Yeah. Because if she just, did, you know, if she didn't, do what she did then 
it almost seems worse. Yeah. Like, it's better to have doubted him and, and, you know, and be where we are than to just be like, okay, then let's just fucking go full throttle. Yeah. Towards this thing that could possibly be nothing. And Sam does, like, he's like, look, you're new, but you are part of the team and you deserved our respect and you've earned our respect. And Jonas is like, oh, let's just get back to work. I'm just a puppy and I want to be nice things with you. So everyone's happy again. Happy again. Everyone's happy. <laughs> in the briefing room, Jack is staying in the city to coordinate the quarantine, mm-hmm. and the National Guard is standing by. The president is even ready to declare a state of emergency. And Jonas and Sam share what they figured out so far. So the translation is imperfect, mm-hmm. but they're not going to be able to contain the ghost bugs because there's nothing to contain. Right. The device is sending out waves that allow people to see. Like, it bleed through from another dimension. Hallucinogenic ghost bugs. Yes. Got it. Uh, the bugs don't come from the Stargate. They're just, they're here. Mm-hmm. We're just, weren't able to see them before. Like, we can't interact with them. They we're can't interact with through. us. Like, we're, it's just that we can see them now. Yeah. Um, and that's fine for the people on the base because they're used to seeing weird shit. Mm-hmm. But the general public is not so much as used to yeah, it. Yeah, you might lose your mind a little bit. I'm trying to imagine, if I saw a giant ghost bug, it would probably traumatize me for a while. I would, I'll be honest, I would be really freaked out, but at the same time, I would be curious. If I saw it once, then I would spend my life con- convincing myself that I'd hallucinated <laughs> it. Yeah. But if I kept seeing them, then I would be like, I need all of the Xanax in the world and many beers. Well, I'd be waiting to see what other people say. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. Um, but it's fine. But Janet also thinks that, you know, once the general public sees this, like, they're not used to this and it could turn the world upside down. I do love that Janet's back and she's just kicking butt. But she's it, like, I'm Janet and I'm janitoring the things again. But it could turn the world upside down. The world, world turned upside, upside down. down. <laughs> we are awful human beings. Every Hamilton reference ever. Hamil... Fence. Hamilgate. Hamilgate. <laughs> Starleton. Starmelton. Stamilton. Alexander Starmelton. <laughs> We're fired. Alexander Starmelton. We're fired off for a podcast. I'm going to make a character named Alexander Starmelton. Alexander Starmelton. Yeah. Uh-huh. What is he going to be? I don't Maybe know. Maybe he'll be a rogue. Guys, guess what the next podcast is. Alexander Starmelton. <laughs> oh, it's uh, like Alexander Starmelton. Alexander Starmelton. Alexander Hamilton, but he's standing in front of the gate and he's holding Teal'c's staff with He's him. already on top of a star, guys. Oh. <gasps> He's already standing on a star. But then you put the gate behind him. Uh-huh. I know things. Alexander Starmelton. Alexander Starmelton. <laughs> I feel like he's friends with Ziggy Stardust, right? <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Let me let me get it. As a guardy. No. As a guardleton startleton. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm the only one who's finished their beer. This is empty. Nothing is not. Life is weird. Anyway. Star Milton. Ha- uh, ha- ha- Hammond. I literally almost said Hamilton. Hamilton. Hamilton is like, turn off the device. Sam goes, um, can't. Hammond goes, well, find a way. And I'm like, why did you just send the goddamn thing back through the store? Why isn't that yeah, an idea why don't you now? Get rid of it. Which they come to that, but I'm like, immediately 
literally going, why don't you just send it through the Stargate now? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Apparently it's not a thought. Anyways, a multiverse. You know why? Because they're braver than we are. And and our lack of bravery makes you go, fucking send it back, send it back. We don't want to deal with it. Oh, well, but the thing is... And they are not the same type of people as we are. They're like, we deal with it. We face it head on. But it's affecting the public now. Yes. But again, they're they're braver than we are. So they're like, we're going to take this on and we're going to deal with it. We're not just going to send it away and pray for the best. Yeah. That's why. (laughs) Um... So the the multiverse, yeah, it's a bit of a controversial topic actually, and I love it. Uh-huh. Uh, so the basic idea is fairly simple on the surface. There is multiple universes all existing cohabitively. Okay, um, and they make up everything that exists, including everything we don't know of yet. Okay, okay. So it's a theory in cosmology, physics, even religion and philosophy. But the problem is is that there are a number of scientists who basically think that it is a philosophical question and not a scientific question. Sure. Because to them, they can't test it. And if you have no way of disproving a theory using a scientific method, then it's not like... Scientific. Yeah. Um, Paul Steinhardt, who said that no experiment can rule out a theory if the theory provides all possible outcomes. Okay. Um, and he does know what he's talking about because he's currently the Albert Einstein professor at Princeton. That's a that's so pretty high up in the world. He's smart. Mm. So the list of people who are proponents of sort of one some form of variation on multiple universes have a lot of names that you would know of. More people are on the proponent list that you have heard of that are on the skeptical list. So basically the multiverse is all these things exist in the same space without us knowing about all yes. of them. Okay. Okay. They may not be technically in the same space-time thing, but they're all existing together. Okay. Um, so Paul Steinhardt is skeptical, as well as David Gross, who is... I've, I've read... a some stuff from him um but just a few of the people that like and there's many more people on the list it's just not as many who are uh, i would say household names of science okay but just a list of the people that you may have heard of who are proponents include brian green michu kaku neil degrasse tyson lawrence um uh, but and stephen hawking i know two lawrence Krauss. sorry i know two names okay i know neil degrasse tyson yes and Stephen Hawking. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I like this. It's, well, we've talked about Michikaku before. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. You'd recognize him for sure. Okay. Um, so, but the skeptics do have a point. You can't test it. At least not at the moment. Um, they say that right now the idea of a multiverse requires beliefs and the leap of faith. And therefore it is closer to a spiritual belief than a science. That's tough, though, because as someone from the communication arts... Mm-hmm. Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's not there. But you can still use a scientific method to, to study and test it. So, and that's the thing, though, is when you test things through communication arts or through like psychology, mm-hmm. things of that sort, you're not testing the thing; you're testing its effects. But as as Paul pointed out, 
you're literally studying something in which every outcome is a possibility. Okay. So therefore, no matter what answer you get, what results you get from your experiments are possible valid answers. Right. Therefore, there's no way you can test all you want, but there's no way of like disproving it. There's no way of having an experiment where your outcome is not a possibility of, of, of something being there. Uh, yeah. There's no null. There's no null. Okay. It's okay. It's hard for me to wrap my brain around because, again. It's like if you were doing math. If you were doing a math problem, but every answer you got was a correct answer. Right, right. There's no wrong answers in your math equation. Yeah. So how do you do the math if every answer can be correct? Yeah. That is interesting. There is a blurred line there, and I'm trying to find it, but my brain's not working fast enough because someone decided to chug a beer. <laughs> um, I don't know who did that. Not me. Uh, but I think of the ideas of, like, when you test happiness levels. Like, yeah. you can't actually test happiness levels. You On can, a scientific uh, but level. You can, but you can test yeah. the effects exactly. of things that can give happiness or not give yeah. happiness. You can test how a person feels before a puppy on a scale and then test how they feel after a puppy and say that a puppy affected their happiness. But there's no way to, like, grasp yeah. happiness. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, I like it, though. I'm for it. I understand. I do understand the, the, the sense of it. Yeah. Which is why one. and because you can't, you know, if you do a math formula, there could be a universe where four plus four equals six. Yeah. So therefore, you there's no way to disprove it, and therefore, there's why the skeptics of sort of a multiverse idea basically yeah. go. That's a philosophical question. You have to have a, an assumed, yeah, assumed rules. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can't test it. So Fair. believers have um, different ideas as to how the universe could stack or coexist. One literally is like a stack of bubbles, like on top okay. of each other. Um, some ideas have um, the universe, oh, they all have the same physical laws, like two plus two equals four in every single one. Right. Um, it's some of them, um, the physical constraints and physical laws change, which could, could dramatically change the universe works in those other universes like okay. the speed of light could be different the gravitational constant could be different in which case the universe itself is going to be drastically different right 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 so um another Damn. that i love and has been played with in science fiction a ton is one where every possible outcome has its own universe if oh. you roll a d20 there are 20 universes one for each number roll that's like source code that's comes up twice now or it's basically episodes of Community. Yeah. Which yeah. I will say, uh, where each outcome, like, the, darkest the worst, timeline. darkest timeline. Some of those episodes are some of the best ways to, like, look at yeah. this well, type of thing. I was thinking in Source Code, eventually he creates this different reality inside yeah. his own brain. But who says it's not real? If exactly. Yeah. Who's saying the Matrix isn't real? Whoa, guys. Guys. We need more glitter in our beer. Let's, let's, okay. Let's By the keep, way, there's glitter in our beer. Let's keep moving. I'm drunk on glitter. Basically. That um, glitter don't drunk. And then you can get into M theory and string theory, which I believe I at least touched on one yes. of those in the previous episode. Yes. Um, so back in the episode, Hammond walks into Sam's lab. There is um, no new sightings in town yet, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam figures out that most of the sightings are in a 500 meter radius around the device. It's sort of attracting the bugs to the device. Sure. And I I can't see any like a bug zapper, if like, you will. <laughs> it's just spending out bug happy goo juice. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
there's no controls or switches, so the last resort is basically pulling the crystals, hoping it's yeah. going to cut the power. It's like when you pull the batteries out of something, because mm-hmm. it won't stop. Um, but it's an advanced piece of alien technology, and she's not really sure what just pulling the battery is going to do for it. Hammond does not care. Pull the fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. And so she does. Most fun puzzle ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she does, and it looks like the device turns off, and they're like, does anyone see anything? <laughs> Any bugs? Anywhere? No, no bugs? Some bugs? All bugs? Just bugs? Got it. So You're the, a bug? Okay. The team minus Jack has me on the commissary, and somehow there's no blue gel around. But the I ghost know. bugs... I, so it took me a second to figure out what, what Sam... Was it Sam? Yeah. It's like, is that lemon jello? That's a, No, it was no, a fruit cup. It's a, like a, one of those disgusting fruit Boring cups that fruit no one cup. wants to eat. Boring fruit cup. Um, so I guess the problem solved. Yeah, ta-da, all done. Um, and now Teal'c and the team are, like, Teal'c is on team take the damn thing back to the planet. Yeah. And Sam is on team, no, it's off now, so let's study it. Yeah, we might as well, we're here now, yeah. Including the interdimensional creatures. And Jonas <laughs> even adds that the ancients even thought they were worth studying. Yeah. So, let's study Important them. Important things. Um, so Sam says it's obvious they know about our dimension on some level because they crawl on our surfaces. Mm. Um, and then, just then, as a fun cue, there's a bunch of screams and dishes crashing. (laughs) The bugs are back. So, it made me think about these workers inside, uh, The the SGC. So... What is, is this like a private company, a private food catering people? No, I so think these it's people Air Force. work there. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. But even then, it's like these guys are like cooks. Yeah, these guys aren't dealing with top secret shit all the time. That's but they still crazy. see top secret shit. Yeah, they've seen aliens in the commissary. So before. it's like, do all of these people get cleared? And it's like yeah. your job. And so everybody thinks they've got this boring ass job. Where it's like I just make ugly f- fruit parfaits. Yes. but you have top but secret actually, security clearance. Top secret security clearance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or or would it be funny if it were the other way around, where they're like, oh, my son has top secret security. Yeah, clearance. it's like, bitch, I peel potatoes. <laughs> Either way, I thought about them. Yeah, that makes that's yeah. <laughs> Um, so back in the crow room with jaunty music again, we have an active gate. SG-1 finally has taken the device back to the planet. Mm. Um, Walter's like, yeah, there's no energy patterns coming through the gate. I think we're good. Yeah, this Um, is fine. We got it back where it goes, and they're going to shut the gate down, because that should shut off the energy patterns. Mm. Awesome. We'll call back in an hour. (laughs) Shut off the gate. Hammond heads back to his office. As a fun cue. Just kidding. Giant blue caterpillar ghost bug crawls out of Vulture's computer. Well, I feel like if you wait, maybe the caterpillar will turn into a really cool butterfly. And then, like, <laughs> that's not so bad. I right? believe I can fly. <laughs> I mean, just a really cool butterfly. I'd be like, check out my awesome butterfly hologram. Is that how it works in Pokemon? This evolve? Yes. Are these Pokemon? These are Pokemon holograms. Are these ghost just Pokemon? Th- just have it. Just throw a Pokeball at it. These are check a Pokeball. Ghost Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just check check a Pokeball and you're fine. I should remind people I've never once seen an episode of Pokemon nor ever played the game. I'm gonna be the very best. <laughs> like no one ever was. That's literally all I know about the to song. catch them all <laughs> is my quest or test. To train them is my cause. Pokemon, gotta catch them all. I'm done. Um, so later in the Pokemon's. briefing room, 
Ghost Pokemon! <laughs> uh, later in the briefing room, they brought the device back again. It's like hot potato. Because <laughs> they're like leaving it there. It didn't make any sense. No, you. Okay, now let's put it here. Okay, okay, now let's put it over there. Is it working? Maybe there? How about, they how about can there? use it to help solve the problem. <laughs> Jesus. So, um. Jesus. Yeah. So, Sam's like, maybe whatever it is, like the effect lingers. Just hopefully not permanently. Yeah. And they're like, well, it could be. But Hammond points out that there's a ton of new sightings on base by people who weren't affected by it before. Mm-hmm. So, okay, what else? Jonas wonders if it has anything to do with the particles that it's emitting. Like, the device, in part, attracts the creatures. What if when it shut down, they, the creatures went away, but the effect didn't go away? So maybe the, virus. the particles are like ghost dog treats it's a, for it's bugs. A, it's an outbreak. It's a ghost virus outbreak. Like, they're ghost treats. Mm. Ghost bug treats. I'm just gonna go with you on this one. It's like sugar. Yes. Ghost sugar. Ghost bug sugar. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sounds terrible. Ghost bug sugar. Um, and so maybe what's actually allowing them to see the ghost bugs is something different. Mm-hmm. So they tri- backtrack this. Jonas was the first one to see them, then Teal'c. So Sam guesses maybe touching the device somehow imparted some sort of yeah. charge that alters your body's electrical field to cause cooties. you to see the cooties. It's cooties. You got space cooties. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> AKA space cooties. AKA space cooties. Yeah. We find the AKA eventually. <laughs> I got um, it. So maybe then it's passed from person to person like cooties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the problem is, in this case, you end up wanting the the space cooties. Well, I well you mean, want the different form of the space cooties. Sometimes a game of cooties is because you wanted someone's cooties. <laughs> like, bye from Jesse, if you're out there, I am all for your cooties. <laughs> Other people in the world, mm, no, no touch me. Nick cooties. Ew. <laughs> I just grossed myself out. <laughs> I'm done now. Um... So it's like a contagion, like cooties. Yeah. Uh, and Hammond orders an immediate containment of the it's Colorado Springs area. That dirty. And anyone who's had physical contact with an SEC member, physical contact. Giggity. I feel like all of a sudden Jack has a really long list and they're like, don't ask questions. <laughs> I thought you were going fishing. Don't ask questions. And then in my head, I, I hear someone go, fiscal contact. And then in my head, it goes, oh, a bang, a bang, a bang, a bang, 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 And then all of a sudden, like, Jack just pops his head saying, a bang, 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 bang. I just like the idea that he's like, um, check each of these, like, restaurant bar situations on my way to fishing. Don't ask questions. Oh, I don't see him as a bar pickup. No? No. Mm, I feel like like a like a not like a random girl at the bar, but like the late night hour, the bartender who's like, I'm fucking over everybody. Okay, maybe that. Who knows her shit? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she's uh, she's just she's he's she picking, she knows her way around these he's people. Picking ladies up at the bait shop. Yeah, <laughs> that could happen too. <laughs> yeah, like he's not picking up a random bar patron. He's okay. picking up the lady who like I can see that is, owns the joint. Okay, he's there after hours, yeah, I can and see she's that. like. All right, we'll knock a couple back. I can see that. Yeah. 
Um, so Tweedledee t- tapes his side back together and heads inside, and when he reaches for his sandwich, a giant blue ghost caterpillar Ta-da! crawls out of it. Yeah. And that man is never eating a sandwich again in no, his life. He's he's broken forever. He's no. So the military goes full force in town, the, the National Guard, setting up stop points in town. Mm-hmm. Sam walks into Hammond's office and he's on the red phone now. Um, and there's starting to be sightings in town, and so far no one's flipped the fuck out to the point where someone's hurt, but it's gonna come close. Yeah. Local news is already reporting on it. The cover story is an accidental spill of- Goddamn local news. Sorry. I feel- I always love doing that. I know. The cover story is kind of a shitty cover story, guys. An accidental spill of a chemical- an experimental chemical that can have hallucinogenic effects. I feel like that story just calls for more investigation. That sounds more terrifying than the goddamn truth in this case. Yeah. But it's like, okay, I want to know more about this spill and yeah. more about this chemical. And, and like, if anything, this is just going to bring more reporters Just to say it's a fever, people. Yeah. It causes a fever and the fever causes hallucinations. And Done. the only solution... Is more, more cowbell. cowbell. <laughs> I'm so glad that's where you went. <laughs> so where I'll always go. Uh-huh. Um, and Hammond does go, this is our mistake and we have to fix it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they start playing with the crystals in Sam's lab and they ponder if they rearrange the crystals, if it will change the nature of the charge it emits, mm-hmm. which could take a while because there's seven crystals, and if I did my math correctly, which again, there's only about 50-50 shot that I did this correctly, there is uh, 5,040 possible combinations. I don't know that math, so I'm going to trust you. Well, if I remember correctly, it's like six, five, seven times six times five times four times three times And then two. you add them all up? No, you just seven times six. Okay. Times five times four. Oh, God. Times three. Okay. Times two. And then you don't have to multiply, don't have to times it by one. By one. You don't have to do that. But you should You can that. get the same answer. But that's a completion okay. of So the military rolls into Tweedledee's gas station. Apparently he's not there. Jack's like, we'll leave someone also, here. Also, best puzzle ever. Rearrange the crystals puzzle. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I would go to town. Uh-huh. Got it. Done. Um, did like, you ever play Mastermind when you were little? Yes. It was like you had the little pegs yes. and like you'd have four little rows. Uh-huh. Best game ever. Yeah, no, I played that a lot. Okay. Um, it was one of my favorite games at the daycare I used to <laughs> um, So they, they're, he's like, leave someone here in case he comes back. And as Jack is heading back to no longer his truck, but his giant TV government-issued tinted windows suburban. Yeah, yeah shit's in the fan now. Uh, Tweedledee is hiding behind a tree across the street. And as Jack heads over, there is a red SUV that comes flying down the road yeah. because there's a ghost. So you know the YouTube video of the dog trying to, like, eat the window? Yeah. <laughs> That's what this bug is doing to this guy's yeah. windshield. It's like, yeah, I think of Stitch. Uh-huh. In that episode. Yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like, I'm going to lick this and scare the crap out of you. My <laughs> thing, and he continues driving, goes through the sign and gets out and freaks out the National Guard. I'm like, I would break. Right. Pull the fuck over. Pull the fuck. If there, listen, guys, public serve announcement. If there's an interdimensional bug who is like sucking face with your windshield, just stop the also, car. Also, one, try the windshield wipers. Yeah, you never know. It could not have a good Two, grip. Two, pull over. Pull over. If, yeah, if anything is, it's, I think it's fair to say if anything is stuck to your windshield, pull over. Pull over. Don't just keep driving. Yeah. Yeah. How about don't do that? Anyways, by the time that's done and Jack goes to meet with Tweedledee, he's gone. Yeah, Um, of course. 
so back in Sam's land, Hammond is there, and they're trying the last few of the 5,000 plus options. Do you think they just went through all of them in order and, like, wrote them all down? I'm assuming. It's like yellow, 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 and all these other spots. I'm assuming. Red, 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 Yeah, no, I'm definitely assuming that's how it works. God. Um... And when they activate it, it starts glowing green. Green's good. Mm-hmm. Jonas touches it and doesn't feel anything, but he also doesn't see any bugs. Hmm. Then again, neither does Sam. So just then, as a fun cue, one flies through Hammond Whoa. and sits on the device, and Jonas does not see it. Thank the maker. So Jonas and Sam hold hands and pass the charge between them, and now Sam. That's gotta be weird since we've yeah. established their uh-huh. brother sister relationship. Yeah. like. Okay, can you just, you just hold touch my, my hand? Finger. But it's really weird. Just touch my it's, finger. You're all clammy and strange. Um, and she doesn't see it now either. And <laughs> um, then like Hammond goes and like t- like Hammond and Sam hold hands, and we literally see it <laughs> now. Disappear. Speaking of weird, it's like here, <laughs> yeah. boss of mine, hold my hand, my boss. Um, and then he tells Cringe. he tells Sam, "Well done." But not Jonas. Yeah. Well, because now he's just uncomfortable. He's been holding hands. I'm like, they've been basically working on this puzzle together the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I think it just comes from that uncomfortableness. Probably. Yeah. Um, and Tweedledee is now running through the woods trying to avoid the National Guard. Mm-hmm. So Janet agrees that the antidote seems to be working. So they'll spread it to Jack and the rest of the containment team. And Janet also recommends a placebo pill just to help sell it to sure, the public. Sure, yeah. When Hammond's phone rings. Dun, it's dun, Jack yeah. in a crazy ass headset before Bluetooth was invented. Yeah, he's driving. Yeah, what the hell was with that thing? Like, <laughs> is he gonna go perform with Britney Spears after this? Uh huh. Yikes. Okay. Here's the thing. I remember those for the. I car. don't remember them. They at hooked all. into your phone. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. I guess they're not that different than like plugging in my earbuds or something. Yeah. That's fair. It's just. Awkwarder. <laughs> awkward. No, awkward. I like awkwarder. Awkwarder. They um, came from an aqua dot. Aqua dot. They came from a land down under. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Done. So saying, um, he basically tells Hammond that one of the guys that he came in contact with breached quarantine, and Jack could use Sam and Jonas on this to do some research. Tweedledee is actually named Ver- Vernon Sharp, who was mm. a non-com in the motor pool in the Gulf. Um. So, non-com is non-commissioned off. Got it. Yeah. Uh, So, Hammond hangs up, and he basically just turns to Janet and silently goes, fuck. I know what motor pool was. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I figured I'd have to explain motor pool. I worked the motor pool at Bonnaroo one year. (laughs) Oh, man. That was fun. It's basically golf carts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have a hunch that that motor pool is not golf carts. Probably not golf carts. Not golf carts, no, no. So... Tweedledee uh, hitchhikes and is picked up, and he's heading to Hawthorne County, which the closest Hawthorne County I could find to Colorado was quite a distance away in Nevada, oh, okay. and he's end up flying to Vegas, so I'm assuming this oh. is not, like, it's a fake Hawthorne County, unless I just couldn't find one in Colorado. Um, but anyways, he's getting in the truck, and the new they get the news report of the National Guard in Colorado because of people seeing monsters, and sure. they're like, crazy, yeah. Monsters is weird. Crazy, huh? <laughs> Sam and Jonas are studying up. Um, apparently, he emptied his accounts a few hours ago, so he could be anywhere right now because he's. They're like, we froze his credit cards, but he's using cash. It doesn't really yeah. matter. And Sam is pretty sure that he's running since he doesn't buy their cover story. It's because you picked a shit cover story. It's a shit cover story, and this guy's seen some garbage. Yeah. So he's going to be like, I'm not for that. Well, he's also slightly paranoid in other ways, too, right. as we come to find right. out. Right. 
So he's got some issues. They continue the research to see if he has any friends or family in the area. And he does. Oh, grandma. His grandma. <laughs> who is offering tea and cookies, which is adorable. Because she's a grandma. I know. Grandmas are the best. Um, Miss you, grandma. And she's a character. And, you know, he's, she's, I mean, like, what has he gone and done now? Yeah. I've always been worried about him since he was a boy. Yeah. And she raised him after his mother ran off because she was a floozy. Well, yeah. I love the term floozy. It it's is more, an old timey. Like, awesome it's term. such a ridiculous term. <laughs> so they, they try the whole accidental exposure to chemical story, which does not go off well. She's she, like, please. Yeah. I know what this is about. Uh-huh. Because he was exposed to shit in the war, and she's all a conspiracy about it. They experimented him with chemical weapons. Um, and so Sam was like, well, this lie's not going anywhere. Let me try a different lie. Yeah. I, like, I gotta say, Sam's all about the lies. Uh-huh. It's like, she's a damn good liar. She's a it makes me good so liar. uncomfortable. She's a really good liar. It's so uncomfortable. It wasn't an accidental exposure and it wasn't a chemical either. It's a highly contagious experimental germ developed to try and undo what happened to him when he was in the Gulf. Mm. I mean, Sam wouldn't lie. Right. But there is some unexpected side effects and grandmother is like well doctors will be the death of us you see <laughs> all those pills i'm supposed to take she's like, i don't take any i of love them. that i ain't taking shit <laughs> <laughs> now she reminds you of my grandpa and now <laughs> and now she and then she's like well you two are a nice enough couple and jonas is like i mean we aren't and sam's like no play into it dear. yeah just, just deal with, like, again, her lying skills are through the roof. She just grabs his hand to shut him up, and uh, and they just really want to help. And Jonas, like, puts his hand on top of her. Awkwardly. <laughs> like, I almost wanted to go, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it's just, just it's awkward. Weird. I don't like you this way. Yeah. You're my sister, and you're a little bit cold to me. So, Grandma does admit that he's if he's gone off anywhere, he's gone off with Chuck, who is no good. Never well, been any good. No good friend. And uh, Chuck surely has the last name, but she doesn't know it. Yeah, sure. But she does know where he lives. Mm-hmm. So Tweedledee arrives at the small local airport, shakes the driver's hand. Don't shake, don't shake hands with mm-hmm. people who are seeing shit. Uh, and then basically touches everyone he can on his way to the ticket counter Jeez. to order a one-way ticket to Las Vegas. Yeah. That's not weird at all. By the way, if you uh, pay for your plane tickets in cash, it's not suspicious. No, not like, suspicious I think at I all. would write your. I think they probably do. If if you go yeah. in there and you pay for something uh-huh. cash and you came out of nowhere, yeah, and you don't look like you're. And trying it's a to, one-way ticket. Yeah, and you have no luggage. I I, I think the 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 hostess at those stats are probably like, I'm gonna flag this motherfucker. That gets flagged. Yeah, like if you don't look like you're trying to get to your grandmother's funeral yeah. or some crazy thing happened. Yeah. To be fair, even if you're getting to your grandmother's funeral, they're still flagging it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, they just, true. once they see where you're gone, they may not carry follow up with that's it. That's true. So Sam and Jonas leave grandma's house and Teal gets out of the car and is like, yeah, so the guy who picked up Tweedledee is now seeing shit. Hmm. So she passes on all this knowledge to Jack over his phone and his Britney headpiece. Yeah, yeah. And he is, so so Tweedledee's at the Piedmont Hawthorne Airfield on his way to Las Vegas and uh, I'm I'm assuming Jack is the number one speed dial on that phone because it was sense. a speed dial number. Yeah, that was an auto dial. Jack can be there in forty minutes, and they're gonna pre-ground I all flights. Forgot about speed dial. I know. <laughs> now it's just like you tell Siri who to call. That's everyone's on speed dial. I'm making sure she doesn't wake up. 
Go to sleep. Okay. I'm good. Um, so Sam gives him, does give him a heads up that Tweedledee can be very paranoid to use caution. Whew. Yeah. yeah. So at the airport, Tweedledee just touches everyone he can. Inclu- is this where the, we see the random Hollywood douchebag? Uh, no. That's when Sam, when Jack walks in. Got it. Yeah, Got yeah, it. yeah. Um, and sees that all flights are canceled. And after going through the most lax security screenings that's ever security screened in life. Yeah. Um, I wish it was that easy. Um, but somehow Tweedledee's tiny plane is still boarding and they're just walking up. Listen, I've been to airports that have three gates. In 2002, still is larger planes and is higher security and does not work like that. Yeah. Yeah, you'd get tackled. I've been to, like, in that three-gate airport, the person who checked you in is the person who checked your luggage. The person who lets you through security is the person that lets, is your gate agent, is the person that closes the door on the plane. The other thing is, there's only one way in and out of those, because also, there's not too many ways in and out of those small airports. No. There's not a random other door for you to get. No, no, no. It's not happening. So that's why I was like, this is, this, no, no. This didn't happen. Um... So Jack and some National Guard roll into the airport, mm-hmm. and this is where you see the foreground, the Hollywood yes. douchebag. <laughs> Hollywood douchebag, trying to get a script put together. Yep. uh-huh. And the second act twist is totally clear. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But he drops the phone and he sees ghost bugs. Yeah. As do others as they scream. And they're still boarding the flight outside, but the flight attendant's like, nope, flight's canceled, get back. In the terminal, you'll get more information. Although, to be fair, I've seen them board the plane anyway and be like, this flight, we're stalled for a while. Uh Uh-huh, everyone get off the plane. Or sometimes they just take the wall off the plane and do the maintenance while you're sitting there on the plane. Yeah, and they're like, we're just going to sit here for a fucking hour. All of our dials are reading weird, so we're... We're going to still use this plane. Uh Uh-huh. So well, hang tight. They they took they did work on it as we're sitting on the plane for half an hour, and it was a small plane going uh-huh. up to that three that three sure. one, the three tiny airport I mentioned. And then the guy's done, puts the wall back up. They're like, "Yeah, well, all our dials are still reading incorrectly, but we're just gonna back up and hope it's some magnetic thing from the tunnel we're on top of." We're just gonna pray that everything's fine. And I went, "That's reassuring. That feels awesome." Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Tweedledee sees the military vehicles coming up, and mm-hmm. Jack spots him, and he spots Jack, and he makes a run for it into a right. larger hangar. I can't. I wonder what happened to him to where he's running from the one guy who can help him. Like, just because, fucking take I mean, it off. I think it's because, look, he saw Jack. He saw him shoot guns at something that he didn't know of at his yeah. place. And now he's seeing shit, and then he sees the guy again, and he knows he's military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, so he walks in and tries to reason with him as he looks for him. It's a massive cliche, but the place is surrounded. Yep. He's um, not wrong. And, and Tweedledee's like, yeah, by monsters. And <laughs> they're coming for me. Uh, he's like, you're going to kill me now, aren't you? And Jack's like, I'm not going to fucking kill you, dude. Yeah. I really don't feel the need for that in this minute. And and Tweedledee assumes it's scientific research against them, against their will, when now the civilians are in it and they're never getting away with it. And Jack's like, <sighs> <laughs> okay, you're right. I love, love, love that Jack goes honest here. Yeah. 
The the cover story is bogus. The mm. truth is not quite what you think, though. Those creatures are aliens, and Tweedledee's like, fuck you. I'm looking for the truth. He's like, no, it, I'm serious. This is it. Yeah. You wanted the truth. I work for a top-secret branch in the military that deals with extraterrestrials, and mm. that's what you're saying now. Yeah. But these ones are okay. They're not a threat. Um, and, like, you couldn't see them before, and now you can. But now we're going to make it so you can't see them again. Right. And, and Jack's like, look, we can just... The world doesn't really know this. I mean, who's going to believe you besides if you try to tell? They're aliens. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, There's something about the fact that he goes honest here that makes yeah. you feel so much better than the lies that Sam told. I know. Which is like, yeah, because it's lies versus truth. Uh-huh. But it's just something feels really awful about lying to that grandma. And it's a different... Because it's not... It's the truth. It's not the whole truth. Right. But it's the truth. Yeah. It just... Um, except for the very end that we're like about to get to. It's not great, but it's not... Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it just somehow feels better than, than, than the conversation Sam had to have. And I can't figure out if it's because it's lies or because it's lies to a grandma. Yeah. Or because... You know what I mean? There's yeah. so many factors. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, And Jack, was, Jack is asking from one soldier to another to play ball. He's like... Okay, but I'm not taking any pills or needles or anything. He's like, nope, you don't need to. Right. He calls out they're all clear, and he puts his hand on Tweedledee's shoulder. <laughs> so as they walk out, Tweedledee's like, well, what planet are they from? Jack's like, Melmac. <laughs> and even Tweedledee knows that that's the planet that Elf sure, is from. yeah. Um, who, and, and Jack's like, I mean, I never saw that. Yeah, I don't know things. And we fade out. I don't know pop references. What do you think I am? Some sort of pop references knower? Guys, I have the first season of Elf on DVD. <laughs> and somewhere I still have a stuffed elf that's dressed as a hippie. Um, I I never watched... Like, I never got into Elf. Mm-hmm. But oh, I will I say, was I love... crime for Elf when it was first aired. I, I love the walk-away shot. It, it feels very Casablanca. This yeah. is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yep. Um, but meh. Yeah. Elf is fun. The line is fun. Never really my Mel favorite. Mac. Maybe that's why I don't like cats. That makes sense. Just I watched a lot of Elf at a prime age. Cats are food. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Overall thoughts? Overall thoughts. It was fun. It was interesting. It doesn't go on my top ten. Yeah, there's no... We can add an indeed. It's a good indeed. It is a great indeed. So that gets added up. Uh, one more indeed. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. It's It's... I don't it's use... lighter than the last episode. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I don't want to use the word fine because I don't yeah. like the word fine. But yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's fine. It, it doesn't go anywhere. It Listen, doesn't... it's not the best. It's not the worst. It's just it's a it just solid is. Stargate doing what Stargate does. I mean, without it, we don't get to Alexander Starmulton. So. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if nothing else, this episode gives gave us Alexander Starmulton. Yeah, yeah. I'm My name kinda... is Alexander Starmulton. Uh, I'm just kind of cool with it that way. And there's it's a million cool. things I It's cool. Done. It's not top ten worthy. I can't just wait to see what wait. we get. Just you wait. I, 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 want, I want more team together things. Well, next we have Smoke and Mirrors. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I see. The next one is about a magic show. That's my decision. We actually have um, Doctor Strange. Boom. Cameo. I mean, I was going to go The Prestige, but that okay. works too. We, well, we're just doing, talking about The Avengers. So we're yeah. having we're having Doctor Strange guest star. <laughs> I do magic tricks. Uh-huh. I like On it. a very special episode of Done. Stargate SG-1. Guys. Featuring... The Eye of Agamotto. <laughs> Guys, we'll see you all next week with yes. Smoke and Mirrors. Alexander Stamilton. And Alexander Sharmilton. 
just rewrite the entire show. Anything? <laughs> Anything else we need to add here? Uh, no, I think we're good. I don't think we had any new patrons. That's okay. But we do have a new... Uh, we're finally done with the month of hell, and I cannot thank you patrons enough for sticking through us because we have not been able to post as much, and we do understand that, and we we got through it. So... In celebration, we've already posted uh, our take of Avengers Infinity Wars on the Patreon as a top secret cast. Yes, and at the end of this week, the next pod card goes out. The next pod card is because we found them. Ta-da! <laughs> uh, I unboxed a whole bunch of boxes yesterday, and I finally found all the pod cards, so yeah. those are going out soon. <laughs> um, and I know I'm at least planning to do a car cast uh, this week on Travelers. Which will be fun. Just the mm. little mini take on travelers. Well, we'll see what happens with this episode. I'm just waiting for genius to strike. Okay. Or beer. Okay. Or something. I'm Alrighty. Drunk. We'll see you guys later. Uh, find us on the things. Oh, dude, we're even forgetting that part. Find us on the things. Find on us Twitter on the things. Tara podcast. On Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, Rate us. We love you like guys. Like us. Reviews us. Smoke 